Blog Talk Radio. I'm going to know my daughter's out there somewhere. Okay, and she has welcome the other everybody. Half of this heart. Oh, here we are. <laughs> I didn't think we were getting music. Welcome to Take Two Radio. We are pleased to bring you interviews with people in the entertainment and music industry, discussions and recaps of the four remaining daytime soaps, that's The Bold and the Beautiful, The Young and the Restless, General Hospital, and Days of Our Lives, as well as various other shows. For upcoming and previous shows, check Take2Radio.com, that's with the number two, and you can find us on Blog Talk Radio, iHeartRadio, iTunes, and other streaming apps. Follow us on social media at Take2Radio, and thanks for listening. Hi, good evening everyone. I'm David from Take2Radio Soaps and Review, and tonight I have Candace and Anthony joining me. Welcome, guys. Hey. Hey, everybody. Good evening. Hey, everyone. Good evening, everybody. Um... Uh, our Carolyn is under the weather, and Pam is with um, a medical emergency celebrating at her home and uh, her celebrating co- her daughter's birthday. Yep, happy birthday to you. And I want to say a special prayer to her grandson. So if you join me for about a moment of silence. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Get well soon, Julian. Thank you, guys. Get well soon, Candace. Yeah. Uh, Carolyn, I mean. And we love Carolyn. You. We love you. Carolyn. We miss you. And today is a special day that I wish she could have joined us. Oh, because yeah. today mm-hmm. marks Carolyn's five years on the show to this day. For she's a jolly good queenie. For she's a jolly good queenie. For she's a jolly good queenie. Which no one in Salem can deny. No one in Salem like can this. deny. <laughs> like this. That's right. No one guess. in Salem. <laughs> and I think, well, Candace, you read, you read the notice on the chat. Right? Mm-hmm. So... Well, do you think it would be nice if we make a special announcement that we will try to be quick and curt and hopefully Blogspot is having some issues. And if in case we get cut off early, we're making the announcement now. We're going to be briefer than usual on the four shows to make sure that we get everything in. But in case we yep. get cut off abruptly, it's not us leaving you flat. It is Blogspot, and we will resolve that by the time we get back in two weeks. But um, hopefully, let's let's dive right in. Let's, let's dive right in. Uh, Candace, what is Candace? wrong with Young and the Restless? What, you know, you wait before she okay. before Candace. she starts. I I have to say I filed my separation payment uh, papers, and um, <laughs> I'm expecting. Uh-huh. I'm expecting some support payments for emotional uh, distress. Um, 
You know, okay. Ian Laresless and I are, are definitely having some marital issues right now. Yes. Um, I am in counseling with Young and Ruffles right now before I do my separation papers. We're going to try to work through this um, because <laughs> there's some potential. There's some potential there. Um, obviously, everybody, the story is out. Billy did it. He posted the article about everything Adam has ever done since he was from 11 years old until Justin Hartley left the show. So... Of course, with the article, it was rip, yeah, it was ripple waves of different emotions, which also uncovered, a, a, well, I wouldn't say a secret, but I'm glad they tapped on this, was about faith. As most of you guys yes. remember, if you're a Young and Ruffles fan, uh, when Michael Mooney played the role of Adam, uh, there was the whole situation of Ashley, Sharon being pregnant, desperation, swap babies, and Faith was that child. And so years later, um, it, it seems that they talked to her, but they didn't fully tell her all the details. She had to find out, as we all do about the news, on social media, which also led to some kids bullying her. This yeah. is where, you know, I got to say this. This is why I said we're in counseling, Young and Ruffles. It's things like this that I applaud because we, of course, we would think that, you know, the ripple effect, Chelsea, um, Sharon, Nick, Phyllis, of course, Victor, of course, da-da-da. They brought up a story that I think, I mean, even though I'm trying to remember, Josh was sort of there for for that part, but I think it went on a little bit with uh, Jill Phelps. They Mm -hmm. kept on, on something that, of, you know, wasn't a, it was a blip. It was definitely a big moment. But, you know, you always question, okay, does, do they know, have they told her? And I love the fact Ashley was there. I was like, yes. come, I was like, what? I was like, we're, we're, we're talking about this. Um, another thing that with this storyline, I love to see the dynamic of Billy and Lily. Because Lily was pissed off. But then, you know, again, like a TMZ, like a, a magazine article, when they have an exclusive, people do turn away from it at first. Like, you know, in your head, people are like, oh, that's disgusting. How could you? Oh, wait, what? It's trending? What, what are they talking about? Oh, let me read this. That's what they were doing with the storyline. Um, so my question to you guys is, how did you feel about everybody's reaction to Adam's uh, article? Do you think Billy should have? Push, send, or now? Okay, so I'm going to take the, the, the dual kind of, you know, look at this. On mm-hmm. Billy and Billy alone, um, I understand why he hit send. I understand that, you know, there comes a point in time where you're just bashing your head year after year after year, and at some point you want you want some credence to, you know, to how you've been feeling all these years. I get it, you know. But then, you know, the other side is you have lived through enough of your own situations to know that you cannot control what's going to happen afterwards. 
And when you do right. something like this, you are setting up everyone in your life, people that are not even in your life right now that will end up being, you know, peripheral damage. So as much as hitting that send button, you know, it, it might have been a gratification, might have been a, you know, a, a, um, you know, a power feeling like I can finally, you know, get the world to see what I see, you know, the thoughts you have children, you have nieces, nephews, you have, you know, uh, you know, the rest of your family, you have the people that you've worked with. All of those people are all collateral damage to your one feeling, you know, your one moment of vindication. So, you know, it's good storytelling, absolutely. And if they take, you know, here's my thing with the bullying, right? General Hospital did it, a couple, you know, two mm-hmm. years ago. They yeah. did a, a relatively good job, you know, in, in, in retrospect, you know, as far as it being a soap opera. Right. Um, you know, but if you're going to do it, you need to really do it. Do you it. Know, right. in, re- in real life... If if um a story like that were to break out, let's say in in you know Staten Island, New York, or in you know right outside of Baltimore, Maryland, that child is gonna go through it. You know, your yeah. mama did this, and your daddy did this, and nobody even knew who baby you was for this. And but you know, so if you're gonna do it, really do it. If you're doing it to check off, we did a public service announcement for a couple of episodes. Then don't bother. Now, I'm not saying that that's what they're doing yet. I'm just saying based upon the history of what Young and the Restless has done in the last five years, I'm, I, I'm, I'm really skeptical. There were so many other ways they could have went with this storyline. So unless you plan on making this a ripple effect storyline where this goes on for a couple of months and there are layers to the bullying, et cetera, you know, counseling mm-hmm. involved, you know, and I got to say this, I'm sorry, Young and the Restless, I have tried to give every opportunity for us, you know, Candace is in counseling with you right now, and I know she's given it every opportunity that she can. Yeah, but we're, we're but, trying, we're trying. You know, the mother, you know, cancer. Um, yeah. What happened? You know, there are still emotions that need to be told. You know, now you got the bullying... Young and restless. Well, I think, you know, I think right now, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna say, not to cut you off. I do want to say that they do have a story consultant over there, and there's certain. That's why I said I'm in counseling with Young and Restless because I've noticed in the last since Susan quote unquote been back. She they say it's September first. She was back there by August. She was there already. Um, there are certain storylines like sections of of the show that has actually gotten better. And I don't want to, and for the record, yes, Josh is still the head writer, but sometimes it's always good to have somebody to help you rearrange a storyline to make it work and to um, satisfy the purpose of what the story is. Regarding Sharon's cancer, what I'm going to tell you is stay tuned. No, and I get that, but if yeah. you're going to pull up the bullying thing, you know, that's not the only emotion she's going through. 
you, you well, know. Remember, she just she only the only reason I said bully was because of those two girls, um, Ava and Sammy. I see what you did there, Young Rockers, by the way. Okay. Um, you know, uh-huh, texted her and uh-huh, said, "Are you uh-huh. are you sure that that's really your mama? You know, are you sure?" Like, and it's and and I do hope, even though, you know, of course, right now a lot of shows don't have a real big teen scene. General Hospital, I'll talk to you later. Right. But with faith, and this works because first and foremost, this is why I've always said I do not want the role of faith to be recast. I know that it, one day it would. But we have grown up with this young lady. Yeah, and so she's coming here. Yeah, it's like she's, we're going, if they do this storyline, we've gone through it with this with her and Darcy. Shout out to Darcy, too. But it's like, okay, Faith, Faith hasn't really been exposed as much as like a Victoria or Abby or, you know, to the world. She hasn't really been exposed of the negativity that her last name and her family carries. So I am curious if they're going to go there with Faith, and you're right. If you're just going to do it for a six- to eight-week arc, don't bother. If this is going to be a permanent thing where, you know. Okay, so I'm going to, I'm sorry, yeah. I'm going to cut you off, too, and jump right on yeah. top of the big white elephant that's standing in the middle of the room. Her mama, for all intents and purposes, that's under control right now, but her mama, for all intents and purposes, is batshit crazy when, when, when things don't go the way Sharon needs them to go. She has, you know, and I say that in jest. Now, now I'm going to say seriously, she has dealt with her mental issues well in, in the last couple of years based upon, you know, who's writing, so on and so forth. But the fact of the matter is, you know, she has issues. It should be a part of the storyline especially Sharon and possibly, you know, Nick and, and, um, and, and Nikki, they should all be saying right now, okay, before this goes to a place where it's so dark, we can't, you, you know, we can't help her. We need to get her in help now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, There's so many beats yeah. of this story. If you're going to do the story, do the story. Do it and do it. And I'm, I, I will take this elephant for a ride right through the town square with you. But if you're doing it just just for the for the pop moments, then don't do it. That's what that's what's got me so like uh oh uh oh uh oh because we all saw what happened with Alzheimer's, you know, and they played it so good for a couple of months. We were on the edge of our seats, and then they went all kinds of cuckoo nuts up with that storyline. Try you know, used the Alzheimer's to go with plots and machinations, et cetera, et cetera. We had this weird-ass diary. Did it exist? Didn't it exist? Pages were ripped yeah. out. Trying to make this this woman who was already dealing with Alzheimer's think she was crazy, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so now you've got a, an incredible little actress in, in, in the girl that plays Faith. I'm sorry, I don't remember her name at the moment. You've got an incredible actress that could take the material and really do with it. So I'm, I'm really, really, really hoping that that they're gonna that they're gonna do this story justice. <clears throat> yeah, I hope so too. When you wish upon a star. <laughs> <laughs> now about the rest of the kids, Chelsea. I love Melissa Claire Egan. 
Loved her as the other Crazy Annie, because, you know, the original Crazy Annie, well, we'll get to yeah, yeah, in, yeah, a, yeah. in a little while. Um, but, you know, the second Crazy Annie, loved her as the second Crazy Annie, and loved her in the first and second rounds of Chelsea, but I don't know who this chick is anymore. I didn't know her when she was stacking money up in the wall, why she needed to when she was rich. And, I, and since she come back, I still don't know her. I don't know what they're doing with this character. And Okay. Let me see. Hold on, guys. I love... I'll be right back. You talk. I think I got a phone call. Okay. We got someone on hold. Let and me I, see. You keep talking. And I love Mark. And I'm going to be right back. As an actor, as what oh. he has come at oh. you, guns blazing, guns blazing. You know, as an actor, I do. Right. I, I love the guy, but the guy. You know, if we got a shocking Adam got hit by a bus tomorrow, you know, and the actual decapitated head was put on display at the funeral, you know, I would not be upset because it just. It, it, Okay, I'm done. Candace, please take it. Please take it. Candace, okay, you want to take I, this one over? Yeah, I want to say this is that, you know, I too love Melissa Claire Egan. I thought that her last run when she took off, when they, you know, retapped into her con artist lifestyle, was a great way to kind of send her off instead of having her be the princess on a pedestal. When they brought her back, they did it. Okay. This is why we're in counseling, Young and Russell. You did Chelsea's return all wrong. You did it completely wrong, and I don't know if you have figured it out yet that Chelsea was not supposed to be forgiven for certain things. She's no saint. Her and Chloe being best friends forever, I don't think so. Her being a ride-or-die chick for Adam. Okay, look, Chelsea and Adam fans, hear me out on this. I know that they have, they're, they're supposed to be together. At the same time, I don't think this they should be together because there's so many mistrust. They're not Victor and Nikki. Like I just, I'm just gonna say it. they're not Victor and Nikki. The fact that Chelsea, you know, has to play kind of second fiddle to Adam's life life choices while he's doing this, talking to Sharon and, and stuff like that. To me, I'm like, what now? I will say this. I was pleasantly surprised that she brought up Johnny. Yeah. Well, okay, okay me know. too. Oh, yeah, that me was. Too. I, I, I was like, I was like, what? I was like, okay. I, I was like, okay. This is where viewers of Young and Rockless, especially newer viewers, if you're just joining us, Johnny is her child. She gave up that right. It was a long, nasty story. It's, it's, it was so juicy at the time, but now when you think about it, it, it was, was. kind of like, well, like really, like okay, let's go there. But anyway, you know, she's constantly, at, it, it's, it's getting a little tiring, <laughs> to be honest. Um, but yeah, I like Missy. I just, I question sometimes. I'm like, where, where are we going at with her? Because I'm starting to see a. Um, person at the end of the road putting up a, a wall mm-hmm. and putting bricks up because I feel as though it's about to become a dead end. Because you've already forgiven Adam. You've already forgiven Chloe. You already, you're bickering with Nikki. Like, this is wash, you know, this is like putting your laundry, hit pre-wash, cycle, then take it out. 
repeats. I don't. It, but you know, and, and of course, you, you know, on. she's jealous of Sharon. Of course. But I mean, you know, you know, again, that's one thing that I actually that I actually give kudos to the Young and the Restless for right now. Because during the whole Justin Hartley era, it was as though Adam and Sharon never knew each other. It was, oh, right. oh you're my, my, my brother's wife, ex-wife, whatever you are. Oh, oh, did we have? No, that was a dream, right? That didn't really happen. So at least, at least they're giving a little bit more of a good nod to history. I love what I, what I don't like about the Young and the Restless in the last bunch of bunch of years, which I see setting up all over again, is what I'm going to call the Delia syndrome. They use children to justify plot points that really don't resonate. Yeah, and it doesn't resonate well with the audience because, you know, Maxi and, um, and Barbara Jean, you know, BJ, General Hospital, okay, that storyline was, was Explosively, um, not controversial, but it was like, oh my God, are they going? They're going there. They did it. They did it well. You know, since then, I can't think of a storyline involving children in that mode that is really done well. And they keep using children as, you know, plot justification, plot point, yada, 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 yada. yada. Um, you know, faith has the chops to actually play out a storyline, but if you're only going to use it to to justify the angst of the other characters, don't do it. And the same thing, you know, with Johnny. You know, in real life, every single person in, in that kind of situation would be saying, what's done is done. You know, you can't rip anything with the child, this and that, blah, 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 blah. Do you know what I'm trying to say? It's only yeah. in the soap world do, do we get the, you know, the suspense of disbelief, et cetera, et cetera. But unless it really goes with a, with a, a well-marked storyline, don't do it. Learn from the lessons that you've already done. You, mm-hmm. you basically rewrote the whole Delia history, yiddy, yiddy. You, you, nobody's even feeling bad about Delia anymore because it was just, there was so much insanity involved. In the, the last two years, around Delia, don't do it again. Okay. No. Here's the thing. Much. It's because when we get to another show, I'm gonna say how much I, I'm. To me, okay. When Justin Hartley was playing the Listen, role. Listen, you whiners, stop, or I'm gonna cut you off. <laughs> really? Oh, oh no. Really? <laughs> In case you guys don't recognize the voice, I, say I hello, our faithful leader. A, I don't know her. I don't. <laughs> I didn't hear the whole conversation. I was just playing with you guys. See, it was a serious Are conversation you, we was having about a serious yeah. matter, and you just made it funny. Wait, wait, wait. So now, now that you're here, are you staying with us for a while, or should we go to General Hospital so we can talk about your Peter before you go again? Uh, <laughs> no, actually, actually, the only thing that I'm caught up on is Young and the Restless and Bold and the Beautiful. So I am not staying. I'm just waiting for my husband to get home so we can sing Happy Birthday to my daughter. 
And uh, happy birthday from us, of course. Yes. Thank you. So did you see you guys the note we did too? What? Did you see the note I left you? What we did before we started? I have no clue what you're talking about. I've been dealing with so the Happy birthday. Yeah, we entertained we everybody. Happy song happy birthday. Oh, okay. And Thank you. we had a moment of silence for Julia. We did. Mm-hmm. Well, he's not dead, but thank you. Well, for his good health. <laughs> yes, I know. Well thank you. I appreciate it. Um, you know, if uh, if any people are listening out there, which I'm assuming you are because I see the numbers a lot of times on listeners, I just want to say that if you don't see us on Blog Talk Radio, for the next show, we're, we may be finding another venue. So, all right, back to the regularly scheduled show. What are you talking about? Young and the Restless? Uh, Sorry, yeah. I'm, I'm in a mood today. <laughs> um, you know what? Candace, Candace and I are getting in the back seat. Girl, take the wheel, Pam. Take yeah, the wheel. What's, take go on, girl. Make sure you don't leave us. <laughs> No, I, you know, I told you guys earlier that uh, I had an issue with blog talk, and so it just really made me mad, and I thought, well, while I'm waiting for my husband to get home, I'm going to call in and talk about the soap, so that way maybe I can get my mind to calm down. We made a special announcement to the viewers. I need one? We made a special we made an announcement in case, in case we're abruptly interrupted. Oh, okay. Well, right now yeah. it's showing that we have our normal time, so we'll see what happens in about four minutes and six seconds. Um, <laughs> but anyways, with with just with the young and the restless, because I know you guys have been talking, you know, half hour about it already. Um, I, I've got a lot of issues with it, and. Uh, I'm sure that's what you guys have been talking about. But one thing is, I want to say is I wish in a way, even though we know that they're dummies, and I don't mean dummies like they're stupid, but when they're making out with somebody that's not their respective spouses in real life, they're using dummies on Bold and the Beautiful, and at least it gives you something uh, some closeness, like a, some sort of reality versus Young and the Restless, everybody's just constantly standing away from each other when at times yep. there's scenes that are ruined because they're standing six feet apart and it's a romantic scene. I mean, it's just, you know, with all the physicality that we see in soaps, especially with love scenes, for them to go cold turkey like that, it's just making me a little bit insane. And see, okay, I'm sorry. You know, I don't do I told you so very often, but I am gonna have to. I'm gonna have to step up and say, you know, as we were discussing a couple of a couple of months back, when when we were told that protocols were gonna be put into place and this and that, you know, I heard what a lot of the soap fans were saying. They don't want you. They have to deal with COVID, you know, 23 and a half hours out of the day. They don't want to deal with it on the soaps and this and that. But if they weren't, if they weren't going to be able to give us 
the quality of you know of love in the afternoon that we were used to that I wished one one of three things either a they address COVID or a COVID equal equal situation to justify the protocols that would be put in place b take the stories in a direction where they go out into adventure land and of course general hospital is the king of that type of storytelling but that doesn't mean that general hospital is the only one that can do it go out into adventure land so that we're not looking for for that closeness we're not understanding that you know somebody is sitting at a, you know a dining room table and all of a sudden what was you know four chairs is now 26 chairs apart um or three to morph the love stories into you know interesting using some you know technology and text messaging and facetime and things to to you know dupe us into forgetting about if you want us to forget about covid then give us reason to forget about COVID. Trying to tell the same type of storytelling with the protocols in place is is deteriorating the story, like Pam just said. So yeah, I really, really. And what about green screen? Why can't they do green screen? Okay. Because it costs too much money. Screen, it costs yeah, too much money. Yeah, it costs money. too much money. And and you know we're at a point where I think people can pick up on the green screen. I lie, a certain ad that was ran a couple of days ago, you could tell that there was a green screen outline of it. And I think, you know, like, okay, so with Young and the Rossless, you know, I mean, there was technically a love scene. There's been, actually, there's been two. The way that they did with Nick and Phyllis, how they had a close-up of Joshua Morrow kind of leaning in and leaving you with your imagination of what what happened. And then right. you have, and, and this kind of goes into the next storyline, even though we're mad at you, Billy, but we still love you for what you did, um, with Elena and Nate. Now, you talk about something. I was like, okay, go right yeah, now. I was and, shocked. You know, so, well, here's the thing. This is why, again, Young and Ross was in the year in counseling. Because for a year now, you guys heard me and, me and Anthony complaining about the quad, we was like, okay, at first it was Elena, Nate, and Devon, right? Then uh-huh. when we found out that Michelle Morgan was coming back, everybody in their mama was like, Hillary, she has to come back as Hillary. So we said, why? So they can have a quad. Okay, as we know um, that Amanda Sinclair is the twin of Hillary. Y'all following us so far? Because we told y'all that was going to happen too. So now they're trying to Put some interest in the squad. <laughs> so now Elena is kind of fighting a ghost, and she's getting very insecure. Here's the thing about this storyline. The fact is that they're reopening um, some feelings that should have been already set in motion a year ago. Well, they kind of did, and then they dropped it. But then, and then they you dropped know, Jed. Yes. They dropped it hard. And now you had Jared. Y'all remember Jared, right? He was the boy. He was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he came into the hospital, into the clinic, I should say. And, you know, emotions run high when you're about to lose a patient and stuff like that. Sorry. And and not only that, but they were drinking on the job. I guess this is Grey's Anatomy for GC. I don't know. And then, you know, Elena is dealing with the whole thing about Amanda slash Hillary, Devon's feelings, you know, 
And Nate is kind of like, I'm here for you. Okay, and wait, the next wait, thing you hold know, up, though. <laughs> hold up. I got to stop you right there because when the husband and the whole name thing came into play and so on and so forth, you know, it harking back to Bold and the Beautiful when all of a sudden a woman who gave up her baby, so on and so forth, turned out never to have been a woman in the first place. Now, Bold and the Beautiful, I give you credit. Y'all turned that storyline all the way around, and we forgot all about who she was when she first came to town. But you, Young and the Reckless has done nothing to, to, to give us a, 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 an assurance in this storyline except more weird questions. I feel like I'm watching Lost meets Jenna was, you know, Lost from, from ABC, that weird show that every, yeah. every, every year they had a different mystery going on. And, and we don't, never found out what the, what the history was of any of the mystery. I feel like we're in the same place in Genoa City. Well, I the, mean, the quad again. makes sense. And yet it doesn't make sense. In fact, it doesn't make sense in such a way that it makes you disinterested in what could be a really good storyline. Well, okay. Let's be real for a second. We're all still fans. We've been watching since we were babies. All right. Here's the the deal. I'm just going to sum it up in one word. Well, not one word. Four words. Okay? You ready, Anthony? I'm about to give you four words. Neil... Drew, Malcolm, Olivia. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Okay. Oh, I see your little comparison there. Uh-huh. Okay. okay. I'm there with you. Devon is Neil. Nate is his father. Slash his other father, Malcolm. Elena is Olivia. And some people say, well, this is why Hillary should come back so she can be Drew. Not necessarily. What they're trying to do, they're trying to put, and this is, again, why I say right now there's certain sections. They're trying to make the, make, not the quad, I shouldn't say that, the trio. Actually, I'm not going to say that. Elena, more full-rounded. Because if you remember, she did have some insecurities, and they dropped it. You guys may forgot that Nate and Elena was flirting at one point. They dropped it. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so now you have Hillary's twins kind of shaking some stuff up with with um, Nate, Devon, and Elena. And that's fine. But here's my problem. <sighs> Everybody remembers the gala, the Victor Newman's thing earlier this year. Mm-hmm. Remember? It was nice, you know. Yes. And remember yes. Amanda's ex-husband, Ripley? Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Okay. Young Russell, you know where I'm about to go. People who are listening to the show, you know where I'm going at because I've been complaining about this for a job. Y'all didn't even know that girl was going to be the twin because if you did have that storyline already etched out, you would not have had her, la- her, hus- her ex-husband's last name being the third real name of their biological mother, Ann Turner. Yes, I mean, mm-hmm. not, not yeah. Turner. Y'all know what I meant, because that's Hillary's name is Ann Turner. Turner is the name of the ex-husband. So, in retrospect, this, the, the, the whole Hillary Amanda's twin thing is a go-to story part for when you kind of don't know what else to do with the character. What, they should, what they should have done is, they sh- what they should have done is, she should have been a doppelganger, and either one of two things. Hillary was not dead, 
and the doppelganger died, that Colin, uh, not Colin, um, Kane, slipped her in to play the role and had Hillary somewhere else, and boom, Ooh. you have a whole arc of a storyline till we get the real Hillary back. Or uh, so, she was a doppelganger. Hillary was really dead, but she was playing, I don't know who this Hillary is, and then I'm going to think I'm Hillary, and then I'm going to find out I never was Hillary. I was the doppelganger all along, and boom. Oh, Lord. To make the twin after, uh, after uh, the storyline okay. that they had told up to that point negates everything that they're telling now. It makes it just, it, it just makes okay. it so you far. To, okay, so with that storyline, that would be for Days of Our Lives. I'm going to break it down to you. Now, I'm going to, now, listen to this idea, because this is where you play the history. As we all know, Colin wanted Devon's money, right? We all yeah. remember this, correct? Okay. Right. Yes. Yeah. In, yes. Order to get to, in order for Colin to get Devon in an emotional situation, now, keep in mind, he already lost, uh, around this, he lost Neil. It was, a, it yes. was almost the one-year anniversary of losing Hillary and the baby. How could you screw somebody else up mentally by bringing somebody who looks like your dead wife to make you yep. vulnerable? Okay? Yep. So, Colin finds this, this chick in St. Louis, okay, who looks just like Hillary, unknowing to her that she looks like Hillary, okay? What we find out is is that she wasn't born with that face. Oh, no, yeah. No, no, no. Okay. Here's where we play into history. Do y'all remember the doctor who gave her the experimental drug when she had quote unquote amnesia? Well, mm-hmm. when she lost, when she, okay. So, and Michael E. Yeah. Knight played that role. We could have mm-hmm. done a recast or something like that because we could, because he was kind of obsessed with her a little bit. So, what if she, what if there was a woman in St. Louis? And trust me, I did my research on this. We could have had him get off screen and somebody found his medical notes, et cetera, et cetera. It didn't, we didn't even have to recast the role. But that's right. an, and but that would have been an excellent storyline. This woman, that this woman did not have this face. Like, she had another face. Uh, but because of his obsession, he... He molded her. Surgeon, yeah, molded her face and everything into Hillary. Not to, you know, not thinking anything of it. So this woman unknowingly takes a job as a lawyer. She needs money. She needs to pay bills. She comes to the GC. Here's where you messed up, Josh. If somebody keeps looking at me saying, you look just like somebody I used to know, and then she could have said, well, who? You know, who do I look like? And she finds out about Hillary, and she goes on the website. You could have done this storyline at the same time, and then time, she would have said, "Wait a minute, that's my husband's name. That's my ex-husband's name. Uh oh, there's something shady going on here." Or just like have her be, because you know, okay. And then we're gonna get on to another show real quick. Yeah. Wait. Well, after I asked them about about everything, my problem with Young and the Rockless is is that okay, I knew when they was going to do with Amanda from Jump because that's what they did with Mariah. And what I'm about yep. to say may or may not offend somebody, but here's the thing. We fans love our actors. We do. Sometimes we can't accept them leaving the show because they brought their character to life five days a week. They've been a, and forever amount of years. 
Michelle Morgan killed it as Hillary. Literally, she was the she was the yeah. successor to a Jill Abbott, you know, uh, throne, a Drew throne. She had her own throne ready for her. And yes, when it was revealed she was coming back, me personally, I was happy. Because I was like, okay, Young and Ruffles has they, I've done this before where, you know, she's going to play. You know, like, obviously, like with Cameron, we watched her grow up. When they brought her on as this new character, it was completely different from Cassie. It was completely different from Hillary. But when you come in a roadblock, you have no choice but to make them a twin. And I think one twin storyline is okay. But you can't have the same thing happen again. You could have done, Josh, this is where I'm getting okay. My therapist told me it's okay for me to say this. Josh, you could have pulled with Guy Light, and I know people sometimes say, Candace, you need to get, but here's the thing. Guy Light did it right. There was a character named Richard. Y'all remember Prince Richard? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, St. Christopher? All right, he died. Rest in peace, okay? And then all of a sudden, Bradley Cole came back as Jeffrey O'Neill. Not a twin. Yeah. Not a twin. Yep. So to me, you uh, can do, you can do certain storylines like that. It's fine to do. I mean, Adrian, um, uh, what's called Bonnie and um, Adrian, they're not twins. That's true. So how come? I just don't understand twins on soap sometimes. Like, Neither are Malena and Honey. Uh-huh. True that. I don't know. All right. But, let's, you know, Elena, let's, Elena, let's Elena let's go to L.A. Oh, oh, my Lord. Um, I, mean, I, mean, I mean, come on now. Come on now. Come on. Can we give a round of applause, please, for the one, for the yeah, one yeah. storyline that's actually making me, that still makes me yes. tear up. I'm just going to say it. The Emmy Award winner, Jacqueline, well, she already won one, McGinnis. but she's going to probably win it again. Jacqueline mm-hmm. McGinnis Woods. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. Say, say her name with, with, with the respect right there. This, I know a lot of people, yeah, I know a lot of people were kind of against it, but let me just tell you, those were real emotions. Uh-huh. Real time, because, yes, you can get addicted to pills real fast. It doesn't take weeks. It doesn't take months. It doesn't even, I mean, she played it. When did y'all, okay, <clears throat> y'all know what Cena was like rem- growing up. And Candace, oh, I do uh-huh. remember you saying, Candace, I do remember uh-huh. you saying in another podcast that she did her research. She did. She went on YouTube. If you guys check out Michael Fairman's interview that he did, she went on because she thought the same thing. Okay, so wait a minute. Let me clear the board real quick. This storyline was already presented to her before the shutdown, okay? So around uh-huh. February, March, okay? Uh-huh. She did research to see how quickly everything can snowball, how it affects other people in, in their orbit. We know people that lives down the street. And and the thing is is that you have to also think about what kind of person Steffi is. Steffi is a one woman machine. 
She's a workaholic. She's CEO of a company. She's mm-hmm. a single mother. She's a daughter. She's, you know, da-da-da-da. There's a lot of people relying on her. And if she's weak, that means her whole the whole business can collapse. She doesn't like exactly. pain and pain. And I could say, I think everybody, when we get sick, what's the first thing we'd be saying? It's like, okay, we got to get better so we can do this A, B, C, and D. Like, instead of taking care of yourself, we're so in a rush to get back to the normal. So uh-huh. there was a scene where Steffi finally broke. Homegirl broke in front of broke. Liam, Hope, Brooke, Ridge, us, uh, the mannequin. Well, there was no mannequins in, that, in, in the rehearsals. <laughs> but... Um, there might have been a blow-up doll in the corner, though. There might have been a blow-up doll. It wasn't. It wasn't. But I want to know from my co-host, how did you guys feel in that moment, reliving that scene, when Steffi said nobody was there for me, when she laughed out at Ridge, which I applauded, how she told Liam how she threw Brooke and Hope under the bus. How did you feel about that scene, Anthony? Okay, so what I'm going to say first and foremost is it's no longer the bold and the beautiful. It's the bold and the Stephanie Forrester. Um, Steffi Forrester. Um, and, you know, whatever uh, Spencer, yeah, right, right, not right. Spencer, used to be Spencer, might be Spencer right. again, but we love the new doc. Um, but I digress. Um, there was there was so much power in that performance. Like, you know, the last performance, there are two performances in the last 10 years that have rocked my world, right? We all know this. I have said it before. Sammy in the dream sequence when she found out about um, Abigail and EJ. Oh, my mm-hmm. God, okay? And Ava Jerome when she was outside that body bag. Take your off. Do you want to those are the two, beyond a doubt, best performances in daytime in the last 10 years. And now mm-hmm. I got a third one to add. And it was when Stephanie bro- when Steffi broke down. My only, my only, 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 I have one gripe with the whole scene. One gripe and one gripe alone. I'm just going to say one you know. word, Candace, and then I want you to go with it. Okay, two gripes, actually. My first gripe Where's mama? was... Uh-huh. Okay, there you go. That's my first gripe because it's not as important. My second gripe, here's the word. It's a name, Phoebe. Go ahead, Candace. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> if you go going to drag all the mud up that you were dragging, you, you yeah, need which to Phoebe? jump on. What do you mean, which Phoebe? Phoebe, her twin sister. Oh, Phoebe, Phoebe, her baby? Oh, you're talking about okay. that. Or you're talking no, to her sister. She, left out, she but, left out completely wait. how everybody is always C-R-A-P-P-E-D. I don't know. Yeah, I could say crap. Yeah. How everybody is always crapped on her brother. She left that out completely. And that's what drove him to be, you know, insane. Um, and also the fact that she was left to deal with losing her twin sister while her father was philandering all over the place, broke, blah, blah. If you're going to bring okay. up everything that, that was brought up, those two things should have been brought up as well. And, again, as Candace pointed out, where was Mama? Out drinking okay. the weird Kool-Aid yeah. with Sheila, probably, but go ahead. All right, so here's, here's where I was like, <laughs> I, I, 
I definitely see your point. But I'm going to say that the best part, because I've said so many times on various platforms that they need to have a special episode of Bold and Beautiful with Dr. Phil and Robin, um, where we have Brooke Taylor Ridge, Hope Liam, Safi, and Eric. And let them see how those four, Eric Ridge, Brooke, and Taylor, you know, going back and forth, going back and forth has affected the two girls. And right. Liam, uh-huh. Because that's a generational situation that Safi has tried to get out of, and she can't. She pulled something that her mother did by naming, you know, their first child after the the mother. Hope, you know, in this moment when Stuffy was going off and everything, I was like, hold up, though. Wait a second. I said, wait, I got a, I got a little issue. Because to me, it has always stemmed from Ridge. And I love when she said that. However, I had a little issue because to me, Ridge has always put Stuffy and them second, whether it's uh-huh. with Brooke or not. If, if it was something, I mean, crying out loud, he left her. You know, when Steffi, OG Steffi died and whatnot, Ridge was nowhere. And we all know why because of the casting situation. But, and the fact that Steffi and Phoebe and Thomas all went to Paris. So it is like Ridge has chosen them second best. However, the last couple of weeks, they've been playing on the history of how Steffi, because we can all go back to that moment. When Phoebe died, Steffi felt like something was wrong. She felt that connection. But let's go back even further. This is why I said she should definitely have a problem with Ridge. We were believed that Steffi died. Do y'all guys remember Morgan, the kidnapper, the crazy psycho girl uh, that yeah, I remember yeah. So to me, yeah. she's had nothing but, like you said, disappointment. And it's all stemming from her father. And she should, and this is why, Beth, Brad, you should have called somebody, Lisa Rana, Hunter Tylo, um, who else did I say, somebody. Julie Pence, somebody to play Taylor. Because to me, if you're going to have all this animosity against Ridge, you better have something against for your mother. Because Lord knows Taylor was no saint. With, with the Forrester kids, it's in their DNA to be messy at times. Yes, yes, Thomas does have a mentally unbalanced mind. That's in the family. That runs in the family. Um, yes, it does. But with with Steffi, I felt like somebody, I don't know if this is going to happen, but I felt like Steffi should have got a slap from somebody. Probably me, if I came through the door. Because I'm like, no, you're the one no, who honey, still continue with the sweet. Here's who Steffi should have got the slap from. She should have got oh, the slap yep. from Hope. Because at this point, you know, as much as Steffi, you know, and of course she's coming from the attic mind and so on and so forth. Right. But yeah. Steffi played the games between her and Liam. Steffi. Well, not even that. It goes Computer. Back to, okay. Take Liam out. Wait a minute. Phil, this is why I said take, take Liam out. Because my thing is, is that, okay, there was a scene, and I'm glad somebody posted it, where once upon a time, Rich called Hope his own daughter. Instead of just saying yeah. hope, they really had a father-daughter connection, even though really Nick Maroney had the father-daughter connection. But that's a different story for another time. 
The fact is, is that wait, 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 Candace, if you're gonna go down that rabbit hole, though, you gotta go all the way. You gotta go all well, the way. They I mean, had the potential the... to be sisters, and there were yeah, I... moments back in the day. They had the potential. It wasn't Hope who didn't want to have the sisterly relationship. It was Stephanie. No, but... no, no, was no, the no one. What, I'm say, what I'm saying is, is that there was jealousy in that too, because remember, years later, Stephanie said, "I don't." I don't like you calling my father your father. He's not your father. And I know, that's but that's, when you say that somebody should have slapped her, it should have been hope. Because honestly, well, it's, I'm going to feel for you, I'm going to be with you, I'm this, I'm that, when it's convenient for you. When it's not convenient, when all of a sudden you got angst about your daddy again, now you want to hate me. And it's well, the thing that is, is that we, before Liam ever came into the picture, there was that push and pull between between Hope and Stuffy. Between Stuffy, right. And the thing is, is that, right. okay, I love that it was addressed, that Hope, because I think fans forgot this. Hope, when the baby reveal situation happened, because Stuffy brought that up too, she said that she felt as though everybody took everything away from her and how quick Hope, you know, came in and took – but Hope always has said, even when she was taking her child back, I will never forget what you did for my child. I can't repay you, but I am, I am thankful that she had you. So for all those who said Hope never said anything about that when that, when that all went down, yes, she did. And then she said it again. Yes, she, she, acknowledged, she acknowledged what Steffi did for her daughter in the beginning parts of her life and whatnot. But it also hurted her because – like Hope said, you're a strong woman who can do, like, in that brief moment, Hope was giving Steffi her props instead of tearing her down. Yeah. It's like, okay, Hope, Hope is like, Steffi, you always been like this. You've been a strong woman. You da 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 I was waiting for her to bust out some Bette Miller, too. You're the wing beneath my wings. But she, you know, pretty much said it. So, like, Steffi, like, it was one of those moments where you have to really sit down and think. Okay, here is a woman who has who has it all: beauty, money. She's CEO. She's a, she's a part of the force. Guess what? She's not immune to being a being in pain. And I love the fact where she said that she had to do a lot of things on her own. You go through the whole history of Stacy Forrester, right? Go right now on YouTube after you listen to the show. This girl has uh-huh. put up with so much and been able to not really express herself the true way that she could do it because she saw other people not being able to do it. Think about it. She's been through all the Spencer men. She says Liam is the love of her life. So Bill fans, Bill and Steffi fans, don't come at me. Yes, I know what you're going to say. But here's my thing. If she wanted to get away from Liam, she would not have been, and I know what y'all are going to say. She was with Bill first. Yes she wouldn't have got with his brother or his daddy. I'm sorry, right. but I got to say it. She wouldn't have got with his brother right. or his daddy. To me, the final, I mean, I love the scenes. And, yes, in the interview she did with Michael Fairman, the night scene, which I was like, oh, shoot, Steffi's going gangster. And everything, that was Thorsten K's idea. So shout out to Thorsten K because he felt as though, you know, how Ridge always connects with Steffi is by a hug. But how far gone can you be when you say, I will never, your granddaughter will never forget you for hurting her, just like I haven't forget. When she said those words, Lord, I seriously was like, oh, 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 she 
she went there, and so and you can you can feel it. And they did that in you one can. take. You can. In one take. And but one, but I gotta go back to my original point because yeah. that was the perfect moment for her to just throw the ultimate slap or the, to to shove the ultimate knife right in the ribs and say, just like you forgot your daughter. No, no, daddy, not me, not me. Your dead daughter, your dead daughter, who you never comforted me when she died. So that was, that, that, to me, that Ooh. seemed like okay. I love when too when when Liam has said this because again. This is where I merged it with social media, said what I watched versus what I was watching versus what happened on the show. First and foremost, in reality, anybody who, who has a child knows this, that when you're in pain, especially if you're a single parent, shout out to all the single parents out there, you're in pain. And if you don't have family around you, you're struggling. You're struggling, especially if your child is a toddler. We found out that Kelly is four years old now. God bless everything. Um, so four-year-olds are a little, woo-woo, wow. They're, you know, they full of energy. I love yeah, what Liam are. said. If the roles were reversed, you would have was, was, done the same thing. And the thing is, is that here's what Brooke could have said, and trust me, Sassy, they did, because they took my children away from me, your grandmother and your mm-hmm. father. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's the kind of thing that's oh. like, I just feel as though, like, that was an opportunity. But when Steffi finally realized that how far gone, because when Hope said, what if she comes downstairs and she sees you like this? But on the flip side, like, Steffi has lost a lot of things. Some, some people will say, well, she deserved it. Well, some things, yeah. But some things, unfortunately, like, she's lost her relationship with her mother. She's lost her, her relationship. Her brother yeah. yeah. Okay. We. With, with and that. Anthony. Side eye. We're gonna give. We're gonna give Thomas a side eye. Mm-hmm. Because I think he up to something too. Mm. With oh, Liam. Yes, mm-hmm. Liam is the only thing, and this is. Liam is the only thing that has been stable in her life. Think Basically, about it. Just, yeah. it just, I mean, for a decade straight. <laughs> and if she couldn't have However, Liam, she had. She had. And she had built, but she's still connected to. That's just like what she said about Ridge, always choosing Logan. Well, here's the thing. Brooke has always been inserted in Steffi's life because a couple of things. One, yes, she was married to Ridge. Yes, she, you know, she, you know, da-da-da-da. But she works at Forrester, Forrester Creation. So, yeah, you're going to see Brooke every single time. But with Liam, I mean, this story, whoo, this story has gone. Oh, it's gone. It's so gone, but it's still Tell me you weren't waiting for you know, how to turn up, you slap with my daddy, you slap with my uncle, you slap with my, gra- with my granddaddy. You, you, oh, you my know, God, if she so went on with that. But see, I, was, to me, I mean, I, it is a half-hour show, so there is only so much yeah. that, they can, that they can do. And, and I guess that, That's too, true. I do. But come but they on. Could've, they could have, they they like, cut the other storyline that's going on that show for, for all Steffi, about Steffi's addiction. I wouldn't mind. That's the only story that I'm going I mean, because Maybe. the thing is, is that you have the B storyline, which is Ridge, Shauna, Quinn, Brooke. Okay. We're all adults on the show. Well, I'm yes, going to cut are. in here because I got to go. Um, I just want to say that I was glad to see Eric throw Quinn out. Um, even though it makes me insane, like everybody else, that Ridge and 
and Brooke, you know, break up, make up, break up, make up, break up, yeah. make up, whatever. But um, as Catherine Kelly Lang recently said, you know, get over it, people. Ridge and Brooke are always going to get back together. Um, but I just like that, you know, Quinn got busted because I think that with Eric, you know, saying he's had enough, that we thought that she was being evil, breaking up Ridge and Brooke again. I think it's going to bring out her evil queen side now. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> she, might, she might take her frustrations out on Shauna. Uh, well, I don't think so. I don't, no, I I don't think, think it's going to go in that direction. No, I but think I, it's going to be more, more Brooke. On, on Team Quinn, though, if, if we look at the history of the show, why wouldn't she be? Brooke has slept with the brother, the father, goes back to Ridge every time. Ridge has made children with another woman. Forgot right. those children goes back to Brooke. Bill, Katie, all collateral damage, if you really think about it, Brooke and Katie basically have always been collateral damage to the Brooke and Ridge show. So I get where Quinn is coming from. I do. Well, I do too. I do too. But it's just, um, you know, like I said, it's just something that's going to always happen. Brooke and Ridge are always going to get back together. I mean, you can never... Bold and the Beautiful wouldn't be Bold and the Beautiful if Brooke and Ridge didn't get back together at some point in time. Um, I was actually hoping uh, somewhat that her and Bill got together, but then again, I didn't like that, you know, that affects Katie because, you know, poor Katie. Um, oh, girl, poor Katie. It ain't no poor Katie. Katie chose that. Katie chose that from, from, you know, being with Wyatt, getting her back broke, broken and stuff like that to being with oh, I think it's to be in a relationship. No, let's not forget that she effectively gave her husband to her sister and then turns around, how dare you do this? I'm talking previous to that, though. You know, she hasn't had a steady love life, and she's always getting some body part that's got to be replaced, you know. So. Okay. She had, she had Wyatt. Wait a minute. She had Wyatt. She had she Wyatt. Had Wyatt. She had fun. And then it became, and this is why I, I was so upset with the show, because it became that they wanted to be in a relationship together. And I'm like, no. Then all of a sudden, next thing you know, I think it was she was with Bill, and then she was with Thorne, and it just, to me, Katie, Katie has to stop being such a, she needs to kind of, she needs to woman up. Right. Yeah. Okay, okay, I'm sorry, but another white elephant in the room got all the circus garb on it. Katie is, is the Elizabeth Webber, so to speak, of this show. Because she's got no, so much to say about How everybody. Dare you? Every girl, How come dare on. You? She's got so much no, to not. say about everybody else's parenting skills, and the things that she says isn't necessarily wrong. I and mean, when she's, she's more like Lulu, some, you know what? You're right. Actually, you're right. She's more like yeah, Lulu. Yeah. When she puts mm-hmm. herself into these situations, but honey, you saw what your sister has done consistently over the years. 
You saw what your best friend, because she loves us some Eric. Katie loves us some Eric. Deep down inside, she want to be with Eric. You know it. I know it. We all know it. You saw what these people have done to their children. And yet, look at the choices you continue to make. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you guys, um, I, real quick, I have to go because I have to record for this little soap opera that I'm doing. I don't know if you guys heard about it. I'll call for I again. know, girl. Um, you go, girl. <laughs> <laughs> so I have, to go, I have to go and record, but I wanted to say I love you guys so much. Make sure you follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Insta, and have fun talking about those other two shows. And Dave, I'm coming after you in two weeks. Okay, bye. <laughs> bye. Bye, Candace. Bye. <laughs> yeah, um, I just have to say I, I'm like so over Shauna and and um, what's her name? Quinn. No. Oh, Flo. Flo. Oh God, Flo. Yeah. They're boring. They don't. To me, they don't do Flo anything. Flo got to go. Yeah. Yeah. Flo got to go. I mean, you know, Shauna really got to go too. But there is potential. There is potential for Shauna, honestly, especially now that there's the rift with Eric and Quinn. Shauna needs to sidle up in there. If they're going to well, keep her on the canvas. Yeah. That was a yeah. thought to me, too. Yeah. But yeah. she needs to bring some energy. Do you ever listen to her talk? I Don't get me wrong. I love Denise. I mean, I've watched her in so many things. I just absolutely adore her. But for some reason, she doesn't seem to bring any any, any energy to this part. She just uh, no. It's like she's on yeah. carpet. I know. Rid- yes. Ridge, you know. Well, we broke up, and oh, he was the love of my life, and I will never love any. That's how she sounds to me, and that's not what I'm used to seeing from her. Yeah, it's a little. She's what's the word I'm looking for? Um, inane. She's dialing it? it in. She's dialing it in. Honestly, some somewhere deep inside, she must have decided to herself, this is a paycheck. I'm going to do it for as long as I can collect this paycheck. But I'm really not invested in this actual, in actually telling these stories. And for whatever reason, okay, she's hot. Basically, that is the reason. Because she's hot, the powers that be at the Bulls and the Beautiful are okay with her phoning it in. Yeah, I mean, they've got to realize, you know, that she can do better. Um, she has been better. There's so many roles. I mean, I just absolutely love her in, in like, just to name one thing, one of the Christmas movies, or there's a couple Christmas movies she did with Patrick Muldoon. I mean, I just, mm-hmm. I just don't get it. I really don't. And if she wants to keep that paycheck coming, uh, she's down to one paycheck now, okay? She's not on mm-hmm. the housewife no more, so she needs this paycheck. She needs <laughs> to work it. But honestly, Pam, you know, when you look at the canvas, the years of Bold and the Beautiful, what it comes down to is Katie, Ridge, Bill, Liam Hope, Steffi. No one else ever gets, no one else ever gets the true juice. 
once it, you yeah. know, back in the day when Sheila was around, when, when Nick Maroney first came on, you could have three storylines that had juice, that had merit, you know, that had you on the, you know, on the edge of your couch going, what? Hey, hey, ho, ho. Now, the way that they write the story, the way that they tell the story, there's only one story and the rest is just, is, I'm sorry, but I'm going to say it's filler. And she's you know acting when, as though the rest is it, filler. Mm-hmm. You know when I feel things really changed is when Stephanie Forrester died. Yep. Oh, just about. You know, honestly, it's when both of them, when Ron Moore, and I love Thorsten. I love, oh, I'm sorry, Thorsten. I love me some Thorsten. And he's, he's a great ridge for the ridge that he's playing. But when Ron Moss left and then Stephanie died and, and uh, uh, Flanagan, um, what's her name in real life? Susan. Uh, you know, Susan yeah, Flanagan. When Susan and, when Susan and Ron left, the, the show Honestly, still has not fully recovered, basically. Well, yeah. I heard something. I don't know where who said it, but I heard that someone said, and it must be someone in in the business, um, who said, Ron Moss is a wonderful <laughs> guy, very friendly, but he can't act. I don't know who said that. I can't well, I'm going to myself as far as that's concerned um, because he's not on the show, so I'm just going to leave it there. Yeah. Yeah. And, and honestly, if they had to recast the role, which they obviously did, they found the absolute best recast that they could have put into that role. Yeah. Name me, name me somebody else that, that could bring the fire that Torsten brings to the role. I, I mean, look at what happened. Out. Look at what happened with um, Ingo. Now, yes. I'm loving everything that Ingo's doing right now on General Hospital. You know, you put him in a role that could have, absolutely could have taken off really, really well. It just wasn't. The Brooke, Ridge, Bill, Eric, Steffi, Liam, Hope, coagulation, you know, Rick, Maya, um, the Seven Minutes Sasha, all the different, uh, you know, sideline storylines that have come through, and some of them have been right. really powerful. They're never gonna, they're never gonna match they're the gonna... attention and the fire that is, you know, the Brooke, Ridge, Liam, Hope, Steffi. Um, even when they brought Taylor back again, I, I kept saying, "What is she drinking? What Kool Aid is she drinking?" Because this is not the yeah. Taylor. This is not Taylor. Who the hell is this woman? Because the storyline for too long has been Hope, Liam, Stephanie. Okay, then we put Wyatt in there. And, and, and basically, when Hope was gone, Wyatt was Hope. Now Hope is back. There's no room for Wyatt. Why, okay, first he's with uh, Flo. You barely and, see Wyatt. E- exactly. You know, oh, my God, by the way, Courtney Hope. I was just what a mistake. Uh, Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! But looking I'm, at the time, we should we should go to Salem, I guess. Yeah, we should. We should. Yeah. Well, like sands through we, the hourglass. We could tell you how behind I am on that, so 
I'm going to just let you guys go rick, rattle roll with that. Well, I okay. haven't seen anything this week, Monday, Tuesday, you know, Wednesday. I haven't seen anything this week. So I'm, I'm up to Friday of last week. But um, like Sands Through the Hourglass, these are the, oh, my God, years, if not decades of my life at this point. <laughs> okay. Uh, David, I'm going to ask you a couple questions. I- I'm you go ahead. I'm really curious. It's you and me right now. Yeah. Um, Jake, let's go with Jake first. Yeah. What would you like to know? He hasn't been around that Do much. You- only... Only to, um, I don't know, it looks like he's taking an interest in Kate a little bit. Do you think... And he wants to get on Abby's good side. Well, yes. Now, if you look at him paying attention, and, and you stepped right into what I'm talking about, actually. So... He's paying attention to Kate, and he's paying attention to Abby, right? Yeah. You don't see – or let me rephrase that. Do you see that down the pipeline, we're going to find out that he has way more knowledge of what's going on in Salem than he pretends to have right now? There's something I think they're underwater. playing him down, but, yeah, I do believe you. All right. It looks like, My next question. To me, it looks like they're playing him down. My next question to you is, yeah. what happened to Sarah? What happened to Sarah? You mean because she's back with Xander? Because she's back with Xander because she... I mean, is this the character... Is this the Sarah that came on, you know, almost two years ago now? Do you recognize her? When you, when you see her on the screen right now, She's, do you recognize her? She comes out a little bit in perks. I mean, when when they found out that um, Xander um, was responsible for getting Philip arrested, she came out then, if that's what you're talking about. She said, I'm not going to stand, I'm not going to stand for any more of your tricks. You play fair, I play fair. And that's the only right, place you know I what? saw I'll her. Is yeah, that I'll what you're talking about? Other, yeah, other than that, she's not the, I don't know what they're doing. Days of our lives, Ron, um... You know, I got mad love for you. You can tell a real good story when 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 you're when you're pressed against the wall. But there's so much open right now, and you are turning characters into people that we don't recognize anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, all we I gotta can say is catch it up. All I gotta say bit. is Allison Sweeney, girlfriend. Allison, Sammy, come on now. There is, think about it, okay, real quick. Yep. Who, who's, who's the villain on canvas right now? Uh, I'd say Gwen at this point. But we don't know Gwen. A Who bigger Gwen? one? A bigger one? What? 
No, yeah. that's my point. They, they, you know, for the most part, they're a one down. They're, no, there, there, there are a few down. There's, you know, Kate is not. I, I don't know who Kate is anymore, Eva. Kate's not Kate. I don't know who Kate is. You know, the, if they don't bring Fio with Sammy to come back, I, I, I don't know. They, you know, Kristen is watered down. Oh my God. Water down, dilute, you know, they added toilet water to a bourbon and, and branch. I don't know what Kristen is no more. Brady, oh, my God. Um, I'm so lost. He's hanging the in there. He's watered down. I think They all seem to be, you know, the extract has been diluted, so to speak. Here's, here's, my, here's my prayer. Here's my prayer. Because the story – Telling is actually not that bad. It, it's it, you know it's got it's it's got me interested. It's keeping me going, but there's no Sammy and Gabby are coming back. They have got to. They have got to come back with fire. Otherwise, this is going to fizzle yeah. out. Now, having said that, I would like to put a very, very extreme love um, yum, dum, da, dum, dum, da, dum, to Miss, uh, formerly known as Dixie Cooney, um, mm-hmm. Katie McClain. Girl, welcome to Salem. Hello. She's going to start airing. Hello. She's going to start airing um, for about three seconds next Friday. Let me just add to this. I cannot wait to see Katie McLean. I love her. That is all. Melissa Reeves, we love you. We absolutely love you. And when you decide it's time for you to come back, I'm I'm almost, almost, not entirely, because it's Miss Katie McLean, girl. It's Miss Katie McLean. But I'm almost sure we'll be willing to welcome you back. But I would love to. I am dying to see what Katie can bring to this role. I really am. I am too, and what and, is that and there is some, that is the fire alarm outside my building. Oh, okay, it's not blocked no. by telling yep. us to get the hell off. All right, no, um, nope. I, I'm dying to see what she brings to this role, and I and I really think you know we're down hope. You, you know, Kristen is Jennifer is a good girl. She is, yes, but she is. with everything that she's everything that she's been through, she's about to lose her cousin, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It, yeah. That they're bringing in Katie, it, it's time for a refresh. Let's make Jennifer. Yeah. Let's make Jennifer, you know, a little harder now. Yeah, and someone to reckon let's, with. Someone to reckon with. Yep. That's that's the good one news. last day. So, one last days. One okay, last season. You know what you're missing. So. Go ahead, David. Trip. Go go with it. Trip yep. has been accused of rape. Yep, go ahead. And I don't believe he did it. Nope, me either. And we all know what needs to happen so we can clear him. Just give that baby a DNA test. No, no, that's too simple. Yes, in real life, yes. In soap worlds, we got Miss Tamara Braun coming back. Okay? 
She can't. We got she tea. doesn't remember anything. I I can't believe she said she was drunk. And how can she be? And, and I don't believe it was true because he's such. I don't think he did it. Uh, and, and it's not. It's his, not true. And she does. It's not true, David. And she doesn't not remember. Trip is the yeah. convenient and easy finger to point at the moment. This is Sammy's daughter, Sammy and Lucas. Now, I've loved Lucas from the moment he stepped on canvas, but he's a little bastard. Always has been, always will be. And yeah. Sammy, so, you know, as much as I don't like Allie, and I really don't, I'm sorry, but I don't like her, but I like having her on screen. You know, you know what I mean? You like She's playing like the part. I love to, you know, technically, I'm not supposed to like Ava Jerome. Although, you know, they have <laughs> done a really good job of humanizing her. But we're not in General Hospital. We'll go back there later. Yeah. But back in the day when Ava was really Ava, you weren't supposed to like her. But, it's, no. you know, it's more or less. You have to. You have to go with it. Same thing with Allie. She's, she's Sammy and Lucas's daughter. I don't like her, but I like having her on screen. Especially yeah, since, she's, you know, what they did to Kristen. Kristen, oh, God, what did you do to Kristen? You have such a great actress playing her right now. I mean, obviously, the Miss Eileen Davidson, if you were, would ever come back, I, I wouldn't mind if, um, what's her name in real life, Kristen, Stacey Hoddick. I wouldn't mind if she yeah. takes on Susan full-time and Eileen comes back as Kristen. But oh, Eileen's not coming something. back. You have this powerhouse actress. What did you do? What did you do to this character? But I'm sorry. I digressed again. With Tamara Braun coming back and Steve, you know, needing to, needing to, you know, father up to his son and finally, you know, so on and so forth, that's where this storyline is going to go. And, uh, God, please run, please run, please run. Do the right thing with this. Use, use the two of them. Use Kayla, because Kayla loves him. Kayla loves him. Not her biological child, but she loves him. I think Use these people. I, I, I pray that that's where this is going. I pray. I pray. Me too. I'm All looking, right. Looking hop, forward to that. Let's hop on the red eye and head to New York. Okay. Okay. Can you – I would like a refresher course, sir. Can you help me out? Yes. Okay. I can. Yes. Okay. So I was not watching General Hospital back then. Can you give me the lowdown on Jackie? On Jackie Templeton. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. I can tell you what I remember, which is not you know the full on arc of her storyline, but she had a major flirtation going on with Robert Scorpio. Jackie Templeton was trying to find out what happened to both her sister, Laura, and Laura, who, you know, is Laura Collins, Spencer, Laura Collins. Weber, all the, yeah, all, all the iterations of, so. And I know something point, about the, disappeared in the fog or something. Yeah, so at one point, everybody thought that one Laura was the other Laura, blah, 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 blah. She ended up falling in love with, with um, Robert Scorpio. He kind of loved her, but was still kind of hanging out to the to the whole Holly thing. Um, 
but as much as, you know, I could give you, you know, more of a backstory if I actually went and, and went back and looked at synopsis and things, this is General Hospital. The backstory doesn't matter that much. What they want you to remember is that she was together with Robert Scorpio, and she was the one that broke, uh, and, and basically, you know, Laura was not dead. Where Laura was, our Laura. Laura Collins, uh, you know, Webber, uh, Baldwin, uh, 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 Spencer at that point. Um, she was the one that broke the fact that she was not dead at that point. That's what she's memorable for. Oh, and the fact that she did a lot of aerobics, because that was back when Richard Simmons would pop in. Um, you know, yep. hey, hey, sweating with the oldies, um, and she looked. And you know, I heard Demi that Moore. she was. Um, yeah, Susan Moore. They said that somehow yeah. she was involved in that story too. <laughs> yeah. That they said that she found the body. She found yes. Susan's body. Okay. She found Susan's body, um, and she knew that Susan had given birth. Um, so I have a feeling that we're going to get a rewrite to history, and it's going to go back into the, the Jason Drew Franco thing. I, have, I just have that feeling. There's going to be more to, to the, the Susan Moore storyline as things go down. What do you think of Kim in the role? I can't say right now. Um, okay, so honestly, you, you know, I, I'm not big on stunt casting, but since this is a contract role and she's going to be around for a while, I wish they would have immediately yeah. had. I wish they would have immediately had something um, with her and um, Michael E. Knight, just to just to give us you know, a, a, a tease of that old chemistry. Um, there yeah. hasn't been enough to see whether, I mean, she's a powerful, powerful actress. You know, in everything that she's done, uh, you know, back in the day as Jenny, primetime, she's had, you know, quite a bit of, of success. She's a powerful actress. We haven't seen anything near what she's capable of yet. So as of right now, if you ask me, what do I think of her in the role? Nothing. I'm waiting for it to. I'm waiting for it to pop off. You know what I mean? Were you surprised at the other end? What do you mean? That she's Chase's mom. Oh no, no, not at all. Nope. I know everyone nope, was hoping for it. A lot of people were hoping for it. On online. No. But it didn't what surprise I, what me. I, no, it didn't surprise me. It's not going to surprise me when they when they reflirt with that chemistry between her and um, Michael um, uh, Finn. Um, what's his name in real life? Michael Easton. Michael Easton. Yes, my brain is saying Michael Knight, but I know that that's you know ex had uh, uh, Martin uh, Michael Easton. Oh, you know, oh. obviously that's where they're going. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah, no, no, so, I, I, I knew that that was, I knew that that's what was going to happen, especially when they kept talking a couple of weeks ago with the wedding guests, et cetera, et cetera, the et wedding cetera. Guests. I knew that's, yeah, I knew that's what was happening. Do you, um, do you think they're going to go that, that route with uh, Finn finding out 
that he is really Chase's father, or do you think they'll play with us and make us make the audience just think about it and then probably not even go that route? Um, I can't make no, up my mind at this I, point. I, I don't think they're going to play with that. What I think they're going to play with is as this storyline progresses with Dante and Obrecht, I think we're going we're gonna to get a distraction of where is Hayden. And that one of them, one of the two of them, knows where Hayden is. Um, I don't think... Hayden maybe way Holly. down... No, Hayden. Really? Uh, Holly, oh. we're not done with either. Yeah, no, no, no. I think once, once the... Play, I think this is a big umbrella storyline that they're opening up, which, God forgive me, I love me my GH. I have been watching it since I'm three years old. But when they open up an umbrella storyline, they tend to not be able to actually close the umbrella, you know, a.k.a. the twins, the whole, you know, Ryan and, and um, uh, what's his name, Kevin, Anna mm-hmm. and Alex, Jason. You, you know, we still don't know anything. You know, they just dropped the ball with that. Um, yeah, because we don't know. Yeah, I have a feeling that in the course of everything, you know, it's not gonna it's not gonna be easy to to pin everything on Peter as as they think it is at the moment, and part of it. Anthony. Anthony. I lost you. You there? Are you there still? I'm sorry, my internet yeah, fell for a minute. Yeah, I am. Oh, um, okay. I think that in part of all of this, you know, when they can't fully get on Peter, there's going to be that whole game. Get uh, Michael Easton completely, uh, uh, the Finn character completely invested. That's, that's, that's where I think this is going. Maybe once all this is settled, they'll play around with Chase, my, with Chase being really Michael um, uh, Finn's son. But I don't think so right now because the age difference, the whole, it just doesn't fit right. So, you know, so right now the only reason we know for sure that he resents, that he resents her is that his father, Greg, Greg married Jackie way too soon after his mother died. No. There's got to be more. He married her. She was dating Finn. She was dating Finn. You think she was dating Finn, really? Yes. Yes. It wasn't just that he married her too, too soon after Mother died. It was the fact that she was his girlfriend. And then, boom, they got married. Hmm. I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to wrap my round. Did he bring that out earlier when it first came out? No, they've never actually said that. But they've alluded to it enough in the past. And now that they're actually bringing the character on, that's that's that it has to be where they're going with it. I see it. It it appears to have an interesting beginning. 
Absolutely. Now, I hope they carry is this going to is this going to push Anna and Robert back together? Hmm. Hmm. Or will Anna go to Valentine? That's what I'm hoping. <laughs> that's that's exactly what I'm hoping. But uh, he's always forget, had a thing for her. Don't forget, there's still Alex out there. I know. And Holly, still I love how they do that. Any, any? Do you have any knowledge on how they put Emma in there? Emma came, Emma was recording with a green screen, and they've just edited, sliced in and edited those. She's still in England. They just sliced and diced her her um, her recording. And the only reason that came about, by the way, is because. Yeah. Uh, Finola, Ian, um, Brooklyn, Bro- you know, Brooklyn Ray Seltzer had such yeah. a success within, you know, um, in Enter Exit right. that they said, okay, we can make this work with Holly, uh, with Emma Sams. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which mind, and which mind you, Emma Sams guest contract states that she's going to be involved in 27 episodes. We've only seen her in two. So, oh really? There's a lot more to be. Yeah, there's a lot more to be told with that story. So, we saw a while ago that after after Robert and Olivia and Ethan left, someone made a call to say, it's "Okay, they're gone. I don't want them. They won't know that Holly is with you." And we flashed to a screen, and I do recall, because I listened to the last show that you guys did, and do you still believe that's Alex? Yes. That's holding Holly? I do. I do still believe that's Alex, yes. Uh-huh. Although, I have a secondary theory. All I'm going to say is one name, Tracy Quarterman. Oh, I have a whole storyline in my head how it could be. I do. I don't – if General Hospital could pull that off, I would be beyond I, – I would be beyond happy. But I think, Tracy I think it's – Tracy holding Holly? Uh-huh. Ooh. Why, Anthony? Because – the whole Valentine power play with ELQ, the history with Valentine, Anna, and Alex, um, you know, the Luke, the Luke history from back in, it could make a really, really interesting storyline. I, unless we find out that um, Jane is, you know, is coming, which she said she was open to continue, you know, to popping in and out going forward. But unless we find out that she's actually coming back right now, I'm I'm still with it. It's Alex. We know that Alex is Peter's mother. We know that Alex is still basically on the hook for all of her crimes and has not gotten you know her her blatant immunity. We know that Dante, uh, the doctor with Dante, is in is in cahoots with someone. So yes, we know that he has dealings with Obrex, 
But I think Alex is the mastermind behind it all. Well, I'm behind, but that makes sense to me. Yeah. That that would solve a lot of... It it would wrap up a lot of storylines in a great way, and hopefully it does. And it could... And Pam is going to be very happy for this. It could be the road to redemption for Peter as well. Of course I'm happy about that. (laughs) Yep, she's happy. (laughs) (laughs) Don't you mess up my Peter. (laughs) Um, Don't you think... I have to ask one thing. I mean, one of the reasons, I mean, you guys know behind the scenes why I'm behind on things and stuff, what's going on. Um, But one thing I have to know is because the second reason I'm not really watching or I'm behind, I should say, it's not that I'm not watching uh, general hospitals. I'm not usually – I usually – What's the word I'm looking for? Oh, I binge watch it, you know, when I get behind. Um, Yeah. Is because I don't want to see Mike gone. So just tell me that they did him justice. Oh, girl. Girl. Okay, so we discussed this in the last show, and there were a couple of things that we were unhappy about. But honestly, he got the the greatest send-off. Let me just... Do you remember when somebody was sent off recently, and and this is like the third time it's happened that we we, we got the send off with I with um Edward and Lila. Mhm. Mike got his version of the Edward and Lila send off. Oh, yeah. good. So which means yeah. that uh, I'm going to need my fifty two boxes of Kleenex then. Especially today. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. The actual, the actual him, we don't, um, I don't want to give anything away. His actual leaving, you know, the earth, so to speak, is not devastatingly crying. How, who came to take him, you're going to love. But it's not, it wasn't until yesterday and today that, that it actually really kind of got, um, you know, uh, uh, tissue worthy. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, but they I gave... seen somewhere that it was Courtney that brings Mike to the other side. Yes. And what? it was the actual, it was the Le- Alicia Lee Willis. Yes. And it was very okay. cute the way it was done. They had Jason, Joss, of course, Maurice, uh, Sonny, um, and, um, and Michael Stella. saying goodbye to him. And Stella. So... And, and Stella, I, I love Stella. Don't get me wrong, but you know, no Christina. Um, yeah, until today. But again, you know, I'm talking about the that part. We don't want to give we don't want to give anything away to to Pam. I want her to enjoy watching it. Um, it was really it was done really really well. It was just interesting choices that they made. Um, but yes, Courtney came to take him, and it was absolutely beautiful. And you don't cry; you're not going to cry. It, it, it was it was joyous. It was joyous. 
Yeah, but things like that, they'll still make me cry. I mean, you know, I've said it time and time again. I'm not a crier. You know, David's the one that's the crier all the time, and I tease him about it. But um, there's certain things like, you know, when you really, really, really are attached to a character, you know, like someone like Mike, um, who's been, you know, part of GH's canvas forever, even though at one point, you know, or when another was played by somebody else. Uh, and there's, you know, a nod there's, to, there's, a, there's a very nice nod to that as well. So look oh, out good. for that. Good. Yes. Yes. Good. But, um, you know, I just have a strong feeling that this will affect me where I will probably be bawling my eyes out. Whereas maybe David won't, and I will. <laughs> you're, you're on the mark there. I did not. I did not cry. See? Okay. I I want to punch someone, by the way, and this is a sidebar note. I Thank you for, you know, Mike and – but Nina and Jax were in Ryan's bar in New York City, and they yes. did not have Delia. I want to punch someone. I want to punch someone. Oh. That makes me sad. Uh-huh. They, me too. They they should I mean, that was the perfect setting. And, you know, maybe Eileen wasn't available, but, God, that would have been great to see her again. It would have been. Yeah. All right. So the two of you, I have to ask, do you think Nell's really dead? No. <clears throat> Pam? You know, I... Honestly, I don't know, but I highly doubt it, for one. For two, do I want her dead? Yep, I'm done with her. All right. I don't think she's dead, and I'm not done with her. I I, I, want to see where this is going to go. I hope she's not dead. Now, what do you want to see her do? I want to see her have all those moments with Nina. Um, you know, honestly, they, they've given every moment that they possibly could to the relationship between her and Carly. Um, there is nothing else that's going to come out of that. I want, to see, I want to see those moments with Nina. I want to see Nina pleading with her to please. You, you know, I, I want to see where that, you know, I want to see the interplay between Jack's and and Nina versus with Nell being in the mix, uh, you know I want to see um, uh, Nina stepping up to try to to fight for her rights as a mother, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So well, I'm you know, really. If, if I'm going to agree with one thing is that if they're going to bring her back, that she's not truly dead, and it goes to a different storyline other than the same crap we've been watching for how many years now with this uh, custody and the vengeance and whatever with Carly and with Michael and blah, 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 blah. If they're going to throw her in with Nina, then that'll, what is the word I'm looking for? Brighten up the the canvas or the story or the, the drolls or whatever you want to call it. You get what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. 
I want to see her actually be quote unquote found accidentally with amnesia, whether it be true or more, more in the vein that I'm thinking, it actually not be true, but she's perpetrating amnesia to come back into the canvas. And, you know, the whole Franco brain tumor thing, well, now she's got amnesia. She can't be held responsible for the actions beforehand, blah, 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 blah. Deal with the Nina being her mother. And then slowly the drips and drips come out. Her memory either comes back or someone finds out she's faking it, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. I would love to. Yeah. And then, you know, basically the battle for Nell's soul. And I actually think with the way that they played it thus far, that if it went down that kind of road, Carly would actually jump on the bandwagon and try to help save her soul, which would be an awesome storyline to watch. Awesome. I actually do think that Carly would get involved. Because Carly, even though she had her her thing with her and, you know, couldn't stand what she was doing with Michael and the baby and all that, she has expressed many times, you know, that she really did care about now and that she felt she sorry for her. Yep. All right. So let's maybe. jump. Let's jump storylines for a second. Um, yep. Maxie. Brando. What was that about? That's a chem test, if you ask me. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. Did you say mm-hmm. Franco and Maxie? No, no Brando. Brando did I say Did I say Franco? I, I meant Brando. I might have said Franco by accident, but I meant Brando. Ooh, that was some chemistry. Yeah, that's that's a chem test. They didn't mess with it. <laughs> um, okay, so I'm, I'm, ju- I'm just going to make the prediction. Carly and Jason are finally going to have a moment. Peter is going to get all caught up. He's going to go through all kinds of crap. Maxie is going to go through all kinds of turmoil because she's going to believe, oh, my God, he was, he's done all this. He was what he said he was. She's going to need a shoulder to cry on. It's going to turn out to be Brando. But Brando is actually into Sam. Sam's going to find out what's going on with Carly and Jason and turn to Brando, and that's going to be the newest triangle. Brando, Sam, yeah. and Maxie. From what I've watched so far, seeing Sam apologize to Brando, I felt something there. So that mm. that was on my radar. No, you're not the only one who felt it. I did okay. Too. Now There's I'm something. Ask the next question. Go ahead. Did you not love seeing Alexis and Ned? Reconnect, reminisce, and and find sparks. I I always love them together. And you you would love this time. Oh, my God, Pam, wait. Wait, wait, wait. You have to catch up, honey. And wait till you see what's coming next. 
Um, I actually oh, no. liked I actually liked Alexis and um, Jacks together too. At one point, I liked the interplay between them, but I never had the romantic chemistry. I loved, you know, the storyline that they put them in and why they were together and they built the friendship, but there was never a romantic chemistry there. But um, unfortunately, you know, Alexis has fallen off the wagon. Yeah. Um, and and what we're gonna see next week? Oh, girl, hold on to your hat. Well, I have to say that I hope it's getting rid of Cyrus because he fired Bobby and Monica. Uh, no. He needs yeah, to go now. <laughs> That's why Jackie's here. Yes. But the teasers that are out there go have gone exactly where I think it's going to go. Cyrus has something to do with Luke and Laura when they were on the run from Frank Smith. When they were living in, was it, I want to say not Beecher's Corner because that's where they go. That's the other town. Where was, where was the diner that they ran for a while? Oh, is that before they came in? You mean in the 90s there? When they came and, back after yeah. the record? Oh, mm-hmm. That place. Cyrus Cyrus comes from that time period. And we're going to see a resurgence of a one Miss Jennifer Smith. Although we don't know who's going to be playing her yet. She's been Roseanne. She's been Sally Struthers. Who else could play her now? And the other woman. You know who? You know who I'd love to see play her? Jennifer Bassey. Oh, that would be good. That would be great. That would be great. I'd love to see Jennifer Bassey come. So supposedly we're going to see Jennifer um, Jennifer Smith come back for Halloween, and it has something to do with Cyrus. And Cyrus is, we're going to find out what Cyrus's true obsession with Laura is. And well, it all goes back to. Time, at that point in time, I would like to see Luke come back at, just to make an appearance at least with this storyline. Mm-hmm. Me too. Now I have to ask okay. you, you both, are yeah. we loving not caring about or really, really disliking what they're doing with Ava and Nicholas. I like how they're, well, they cleaned him up a little bit. And I like it that they finally found each other if they couldn't just admit it. They're, they don't want to talk about it, but it's there, so I hope they use it. Were you yeah, shocked that... Were you shocked that it was Scotty slash um, Elizabeth, uh, not Elizabeth, uh, Scotty slash Franco with Elizabeth, like, kind of going along because she really has no choice? Yes, I was surprised it was Scott all that time. I I honestly thought it was going to be Valentine. I really did because, you know, Valentine is always behind everything. I, I thought it was going to be Valentine. Yeah. And when it was Scott, I was like, oh, but I... I knew it was Scott before they showed up at the docks when he was sitting there with Bobby. I knew it was Scott. And when he, when he got the phone message or whatever it was, I was like, oh, you got to be kidding me. 
okay, it all falls into place. He's Franco's father. Franco came up with the plan. They need money. Bing, bang, boom. Here we go. But up until that point, I really thought I was Valentine. Well, I can't talk on that because I haven't seen that yet. But I, I would like to mention that I'm absolutely loving seeing Dante. And it totally broke my heart. And I know you guys already talked about this because it's a couple weeks ago. Um, oh, outside the door. It broke my heart when Olivia was outside that door. Oh. And All the thing is thank you, Frank. For finally giving Olivia stuff. Lisa Lucicero is such a great actress. And they finally gave her something awesome to play with. Oh, and Dominic so crying. Good. Dominic crying, I mean, was just. Uh-huh. Those, those yep. were real tears, you know. And it just. Sometimes, you know, people cry without tears. And that drives me up a wall. He had real tears. It was just heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. That was, I was crying on that one. I didn't cry, but it was heartbreaking. (laughs) Well, the spoilers that are out right now have Dante getting back involved with Brooklyn. Hmm. That should be pretty interesting. Mm Mm-hmm. Now his mama so is married to Daddy. Wait, what? She's gonna leave what Chase then? Well, they're not together. He's just being a really good guy. Yeah, he is. But you know, everyone will the call online is if he can't be with Willow, then. They're they're saying Brooklyn. Except Dante's coming back to town. Yeah. And and the spoilers that I saw said that uh, there's going to be a couple of moments between them that cause everybody to take pause and take a look. Now whether Dante is doing that to get inside information or because he you know Lulu wants nothing to do with him don't know yet. But I like the little play of that. And, of course, Brooklyn's going to be all in for it because she can't wait to stick it to Lulu in every which way she possibly can. That's true. That's the truth. Which, honestly, you know, I always loved the character of Lulu. I really did. But the last couple of years, honestly, mm. She's a little... Uh, Watered down? A little watered down, a little too highfalutin. You know, she is not the daughter of Luke and and Laura Spencer. I'm sorry. Julie Marie Berman? Absolutely. But this version of Lulu? No, not so much. Well, I think she was when she first came on. I think she was still Lulu. I think it was more so when after she got married to Dante when she became lukewarm and not so much in your face. 
we have just a couple more minutes. So I think it is time for us to give out information on where they can find all of us if they would like to send us any feedback to the show, especially with what's going on with Blogspot. Just uh, reach out. Let us know what you've been uh, what you've been liking about our show. I am Anthony thirty one C on Twitter. David, your take. I'm take two Go radio crew at Twitter. Pam. Take two radio at uh, everywhere. <laughs> take two so, radio with with the number two. Let me just add real we, quick. Do you guys see sure. Back to the Bold and the Beautiful? Do you see, I mentioned this on, on Instagram and I think on Facebook. <clears throat> Do you see a uh, Zoe Zendi Carter uh, triangle thing going? Yes. Oh, God, yes. 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 She's flooding okay. up. But if don't forget, my, um, if you excuse my, Maya's come, Maya's coming back. Um, uh, what's her name in real life? Uh, oh, it, well, the, it doesn't matter. Maya's coming back um, sometime this month too, so it might actually be a quad. Okay, that works for me, but I still want answers of why her and Rick got divorced. Well, let's hope that we get them, because um, honestly, if they bring them back. Yeah, if they bring him back without explaining it, I'm going to be really pissed off. But um, I mean, they brought Zenday back without Nicole. I know. There's always yeah, been that chemistry. He, at least he explained it. It didn't work out. You know, he gave a reason why he's not with Nicole. Mm-hmm. We have no reason whatsoever of why Rick and Maya broke up. No, and where don't. is the kid? And where is the kid? It, Right. Yeah. Yeah. But there's always been a nice chemistry between Maya and Car- Maya and Carter. So I am yeah. I I am excited if if they are going with a with you know with a quad storyline with that, with the four of them you know interplaying and all that. That'll be fun to 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 experience. Right. And maybe uh, we'll get. Ooh, especially if there's an off the canvas custody battle. Oh, ninety seconds. Sorry, Pam, I cut you off. What were you saying? All right, so maybe we'll get Maya's parents back. Nah, I could give or take them, but, you know, yeah. Aww, um, I like them. But if there's an off-the-canvas custody battle, that would be interesting and really yeah. dive into what happened with Rick and Maya. Yes. Especially, yeah. you know, obviously he's truly yeah. a forester, but everybody loves Maya. So, oh, that would be, oh, my God, yes, this is going to be some good story. Okay, guys. All right, everyone. We will be back in two weeks. In two weeks. Most likely on Blogspot, but if not, we'll let you know. Hit us up on our various Twitter handles. And until then, there are four souls left. Keep watching. Oh, and congratulations to the Bay, which is now the longest-running digital soap. And, uh, wow. Oh, and our friends after forever picked up a bunch of Emmys, and they just announced yesterday that they are filming season three. So check yeah. out After Forever on Amazon Prime, too. 
All yep. right. I'm about that. All right. Thank All you, right, everybody. Everyone. We'll see you in a couple weeks. Thanks, guys. You're welcome. Bye. Thank you. You all rock. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.